welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Vela from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans and trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of Worlds Collide. We made it back again two weeks in a row. You know, it's it's like those um, how many days have you had since the last accident? Like that's how many we have to keep tallying if we missed a week because we hate doing that. But you know, it is what it is. Tony, how you doing? Good, man. I know it's been so busy. I know you've been busy. And hey, first off, congratulations on the 1,000 subscribers now on uh, thank you on YouTube with uh, Wrestling with Cars, man. That's a, that's an achievement, and um, you know uh that's 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 awesome I, I love to see that can't wait to see the wtc channel one day at that adam and ryan have been doing such a great job bringing new faces even some people i don't know bringing them to your channel and yeah. just great information great informative content and you you spoke about being busy and you actually mentioned this to me yesterday we've been we both of us have been so busy that i didn't even realize we're coming up on that one year anniversary of panini taking over the wwe license and it's it's been a madhouse. So we're just going to kind of spitball some general conversation around that today. And I know it was your idea and you said you had a lot to say. So I would really <laughs> like to hear what you have to say. No, I mean, yesterday was it when, when I came up with the idea to talk about it. One, it was um, just seeing some stuff on social media that reminded me that we're coming up on the one year anniversary. Um, and then two was just some uh, some personal stuff that uh, was kind of irritating me. So I, I really, that was yesterday. Today's a whole new day now <laughs> recordings like that. So um, I think we just uh, can have a general conversation about uh, our thoughts about uh, this past year of uh, of Panini stuff. You know, um, I know uh, the good, the bad, the ugly kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that we've talked about the shows where you send me an idea and I put it in the notes. And sometimes we just go on and on and on and on and on about it. And it's a great show. And then others ones like um, going back to our show about the animals on cards, like where is this going to go? We have no idea. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So we'll see how this one goes. Let's start with the good. Like, what do you think from, I, in my opinion, this has been like the biggest explosion and I kind of want to tie upper deck in with this, but maybe, you know, not, I don't know. Uh, In my opinion, the Panini takeover has been one of the biggest explosions in wrestling card segment from pricing from a card quality release standpoint, as far as like higher end stuff from Mm -hmm. uh, collectors actually coming in and wanting these new products. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like we saw that as much with tops. So uh, one good thing I think from Panini is just the explosion that we've seen within wrestling cards. But what do you think? I agree. I think that's uh, the case too. Um, You know, Panini brings its own brand of collectors um, across um, all their, 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 their properties. So it was, um, we knew in the beginning that this was going to be a big thing. Um, You know, I've always used the term uh, 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 good, bad, or indifferent, you know, um, it, it still brought a lot of eyeballs to the product. You know, we, we've, mm-hmm. I've said it before that we just wanted to be acknowledged uh, when it came to uh, wrestling cards and we certainly got acknowledged. Now, when that, with that acknowledgement, you, it comes a lot of, uh, you know, ups and downs, um, uh, disagreements, and uh, that's expected, you know, um, uh, and that's a whole different conversation, but um, 
all in all, I, I I think it's been it's been good for the hobby in the sense that we've got more collectors now than ever collecting wrestling cards and wrestling cards are not something you would walk around at a show or to somebody and not really want to mention it. Like oh, I, I collect wrestling cards. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, no, uh, I don't think people are afraid to say that anymore now. Nope. Um, and it's good too, because, you know, wrestling is always about nostalgia. Wrestling is always about, you know, that those memories. And I don't think any other license or any other property uh, can do that for you. Um, and that's just my, my belief, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's diehard baseball play, uh, fans out there like, well, Summer, well, honestly, you, know, you not, say that, and the only thing that comes to mind besides wrestling is Pokemon. Like, yeah, that's I it. mean, just so, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, um, it's, it's just a, a passion hobby, um, for, for some of us for a long, long time, and so it's nice to see a lot of people come in here, and I think Panini did that. Now, I don't know if it's a combination of also, uh, Panini and what it as a company what it brings to our hobby, uh, to the product. Uh, or the fact that, oh, hey, it's been so many years that Topps has had this license. It's just nice and refreshing to see somebody new have it now. Um, I don't know if that's part of it, too, but I think most of it is just the fact of what Panini brings to the table when it comes to uh, the product. Yeah, to, going back to talking about the shows you mentioned, like you'll see a picture at a card show, be it national, be it Dallas, you know, these these big card shows that are always like pumped from all these influencers and sports car guys. And all of a sudden you'll start seeing random all-stars, random yeah. prism gold thrown in there with their Jordans and their Kobe's and their mantles. Oh, yeah. And like, even if it's just one or two cards, I think that's huge, especially because it shows off, Hey, there's actually super high end wrestling cards being produced now that, yeah. you know, we had that before with some vintage stuff and then transcendent. And there was a, you know, there's a still a huge collector base around that and mm. prices are there too. But with some of this other stuff coming out now, Panini's just kind of blew the roof off wrestling cards, in my opinion. So I think that's great. More collectors. Uh, I, I think there's been some quality control issues, but for the most part, I think they're putting out probably one of the best quality products that we've ever seen mm -hmm. from a visual standpoint. And look at some of the relics that have come out that are just unbelievable. The way that they've taken time to do either a logo man or, you know, like Matt Riddle's flip flop. In, oh, yeah. in the card like that's just they're actually taking time and putting wrestling centric stuff in the wrestling product sure it might be like a copy and paste from maybe a design standpoint but i think that's also what is bringing in more people is they know prism they know impeccable immaculate national treasures like they know these things and they're like i collect that in sports i want my rock or my hogan or my steve austin or you know alexa bliss or whoever they want that in that same type of card now as you stated because panini has their own type of collectors people have had these certain product lines for so long and they see that oh wrestling's got that now i gotta get in so uh you have I any comments as far as like the quality control product style type anything like that no i i love all that thing that you just said about that it's just just um especially this last release they put out it's just um very well thought out and done um it's just aesthetically pleasing for sure yes um, but, you know, going back to shows and stuff like that, uh, going to the national last year, even in that halfway point, you know, from when Panini got the license and, and to where we are now, it was, um, nice to see a lot of, a lot of guys there had stuff in their cases like that. They had you no know, color blast cards. They had, you know, uh, some Japanese, uh, cards, you know, old school Japanese mm -hmm. under the giant, or it was just nice to see a good variety out there that typically you wouldn't see. I mean, 
it's been a long time since I frequented card shows on a regular basis, uh, especially as someone who sat up at one for, you know, a, a good decade. But um, what's what I consider a little frankincense anyways, a card show. Um, and um, uh, so it was just nice to see uh, that there was a good number of people out there that were carrying wrestling cards. Um, so it just shows you how far it's come. And that's, that, that has a lot to do with Panini. It really does. It has a lot to do with that. Um, you know, they bring some exciting products to the table and that's, um, you know, um, the prism boys and whoever else that come running to our, to our hobby. It's just, again, putting more eyeballs in the product. And that's kind of what we want to see our hobby grow. Um, yeah, so I got that. I had, a, I had another thought, but I can't remember what the hell it was. Um, from a, just, we mentioned tops earlier and you said that you thought that maybe this was just kind of the new car smell for wrestling cards yeah. because we're so used to tops. And I agree to a certain extent, which we'll talk about. Uh, I have something that's kind of like in the somewhat negative that I want to talk about with that. But I just, when I look at tops products outside of a, a handful they they fail in comparison to what Panini is putting out because, and, and it's not because they're bad product because I think there's a lot of like finest Chrome transcendent. A lot of that stuff is excellent. And I still look back yeah. at it and I'll still, you know, I'll still go buy and buy the cross stuff I need from tops. And I look back at the 14 and 15 Chrome releases and look at the prices on those. I mean, you mm -hmm. cannot deny that those are higher end cards. They're sought after the golds and the one of ones and all that. And then we've started seeing the, uh, the, chrome heritage superfractors out of 25 or some that aren't numbered we start seeing popularity in those so there are really good tops products out there but it just seems like for the longest time they would put out all of these like I, i'll call them filler you know yeah. like the um then now forever yeah um, then now for uh, women's division money, 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 in, in, the money bank. in the bank yeah yeah and and we're not i don't feel like we're seeing that with panini because even like chronicles like if you want to talk about even their lowest end product, which I would say would probably be the 2022 NXT, NXT. Yeah, people yeah. are still going out and looking for rookie cards in there and putting together yep. the set. And it just seems like they're, there's so much more momentum from a, and maybe that's the new collectors coming in. Cause maybe people just got sick of the top stuff and they're like, eh, it's just the same thing all the time, but Panini's doing something different. So now I want back in. I don't know. Yeah. That's just kind of what I've seen. Yeah, I think that's like, there's some level of truth to that too. That's why this year is going to be interesting to see what year two is going to, yeah. how that's going to translate into uh, um, sales, how it's going to translate into um, you know desirability of the product. Like, okay, I've seen Prism before. Uh, do I want to get myself involved in that? I mean, obviously, we've all learned a very valuable lesson on that Prism stuff, and I'm hoping that people, you know, have learned their lessons like that. Um, but, uh, you know, Revolution was a great product and Select was an amazing product. And, you know, uh, Chronicles is a, a wonderful uh, best of product. Um, you know, what do we expect to see from uh, these things going forward? That's what's going to be interesting to see. Do we continue this momentum um, that people are like, hey, you know, this is cool stuff still. Like it's different from Tops and I still am, I'm still interested in it. But um, I'm excited to see it. I mean, I'm still sitting on some boxes back here from every release they put out so far that Panini's put out, just sitting uh, with the exception of Prism. I never got any of that, but uh, just because I, you know, I, I just want to sit on it. But um, I'm still interested in seeing what, what, what they put out and how people react to it. Uh, there's clearly still a market for it. Um, wrestling card prices on, on, on in general seem to still be holding pretty steady. Um, obviously, we're in a, a very down market across the board in collectibles at, at period. But wrestling seems to hold its own. And, um, you know, maybe we're not seeing a, 
you know, a 30% dip, 40% dip, like other places are, we're, you know, probably seeing a 15, 20% dip, but it's just, um, I'm just throwing out random numbers, by the way, people, I don't know what, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, And so oh, come just, on, uh, Tony, I thought you were an expert. Oh, no, no, I never, <laughs> never once have I professed that. Don't care what anybody says. Come on, Tony, you've got a website and a platform. You're an expert. Oh, no, no, no. Tony I, the uh, influencer. I'm just an influencer. That's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> my ass. Um, so I just, um, you know, uh, I, I, I've, uh, in general, I've been very happy with Panini and what they've been doing. Um, it's, um, it's got me back into collecting. I'll tell you that much. Um, it's got me back into collecting, uh, and I wasn't doing that with tops products and not to say it's because of tops products. Maybe it's just a timing issue. Maybe it's also because that came during the end of a pandemic timeframe. Um, you know, I was looking for something different. I was getting more heavily involved into the community again by updating the website and, uh, doing the podcasting thing and talking and trying to educate and, um, just trying to be more interactive. And, you know, while I'm in it, Hey, you know what? Let's just jump back into doing some collecting again. But of course, I'm not collecting the way I used to collect. And I'm having much more fun collecting the way I collect now, being a Loomis collector, an angle collector. Um, So uh, a lot of different factors into, um, you know, how I perceive the market these days. Um, You know, my perception is different from other people's perceptions, I'm sure. But um, and I think uh, a lot of it has to do with the excitement and um, the quality of stuff that Panini has put out too. One thing that you mentioned is like, what is what? Are, what do we have to look forward to, and what are they going to do? Well, they've you know we're just a couple of months into this year, and as of recording, we just saw today that they're putting kabooms in Revolution, which was seen by many as kind of a the first the first round of Revolution last year was yeah. a huge hit for wrestling collectors, but many saw it outside of the Galactics. Many who are who know sports cards and Panini products looked at this as well. It's kind of a mid tier to lower tier release. But now the price, I'm interested to see what happens with the prices of those boxes because yeah, people are going to be kaboom hunting, like, especially like, yeah. and it's frustrating for me because like, I see that rock and I'm like, man, I want that card so bad. But then yeah. I know what those prices are going to be like, even for like a non-parallel version, if they, if they, you know, have those like they do traditionally. And I'm just like, you know, could I take that money and could I buy that rock or do I take that money and go buy like two or three of the signed all-stars that I don't have or more carrying cross that you know it's so it's i would yeah. say panini has made it fun and frustrating for me <laughs> at the same time <laughs> yeah um you know you mentioned the galactics man i i telling you people collectors out there you guys are sleeping on galactics you really are a lot um, of people have been saying that i it, you just you just don't understand how difficult those things are to come by they really are hard and because they're not numbered people just assume like that they're just something you know like eh, man, right. it's not a big deal like you know lava you know on the parallels isn't the end-all be-all number to 10 man it just isn't the, the end-all be-all there galactic is where it's at and then in the long term that's those are the money cards man and uh, right now uh outside of, you'll, you'll see names you'll see the roman reigns and you'll see you know the rock you'll see uh you know uh, even go down to like Kevin Nash and like that, you'll see those dudes decently well price point wise. Um, there's a lot out there, dude, you can get for under $20, under $15. Right. It's ridiculous. Um, and, but I don't think we're going to see that with the kabooms no. because now again, you've got a, a built in collector base who understand out, outside of wrestling that understand what kabooms are 
And even to someone like me who doesn't collect that kind of stuff, I mean, obviously I don't collect sports, but you know, I have enough knowledge of the hobby to understand and know uh, the significance of that particular brand and that name uh, mm-hmm. that it's going to, it's going to bring people into our hobby who don't know anything about wrestling cards probably, but they want to come in and either buy them up or sell them or what, I mean, whatever it's going to bring eyeballs on the product, whether it be eyeballs that came over from prism or brand new ones who don't, you know, who, I mean, it's, it's going right. to be, it's going to be electrifying. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so um, I, I'm excited about it. Me too. Uh, I, I just hope I don't have to, have to worry about a Loomis one. <laughs> That's the thing. And, and, you know, I, I talked about it before that when they put out the prism cell sheet, uh, they used cross as the poster boy for the black one of one prisms. Yeah. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Like, I'm, someone, I'm gonna have to spend someone some... listens to you. Someone yeah. listens to you and goes, I got to put that out there just for that guy. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm excited. Uh, even though, you know, my wallet and bank account might not be excited. I'm excited for it to just, even the stuff I don't collect. Like, you know, when you get involved, like I love seeing people collect other things and the types of cards that come out. Like I don't collect Matt Riddle. I don't collect Rhea Ripley. But when I saw all those interesting relics coming out for, you know, talents like that or Roman Reigns, it's just great. So and 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 I'm I'm generally excited for collectors out there who are um, who get excited and are proud of um, for the sense of accomplishment they've done of getting completing a rainbow or getting a partial rainbow or getting that one of one card or that numbered card they really wanted or um it's i'm really excited to see people's posts about that stuff it's just nice and exciting to see people getting excited mm-hmm. about um about their hobby and the collection and that's what it's all about it's really about having fun we talk about it over and over again and despite negativity and despite bickerings that go online all the time at the end of the day i really want to see people have fun and have the excitement of finishing a collection completing a base set completing a chase set, completing an autograph run. I don't care what it is. Um, And I think that there's so much and so much variations in what Panini puts out. You know, you're talking to a guy, I'm I'm a guy who despise parallels. Parallels are what got me out of collecting. Really. It's really what it came down to as a, as a master set collector. It's what got me uh, out of collecting. And now here I am loving parallels. Because I think it adds an, an extra level, an extra depth of um, of ways to collect, and uh, people are having fun with it. And I think it's just a lot of fun out there. And that's and that's what Panini has provided. I think for me, yep. more than anything else, I think Panini has provided our hobby. Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't say our hobby; like we own it. Let me be very clear Come on, about Tony. that. You own it. Uh, um, <laughs> there's no one person in this hobby. I don't give a shit what people say. Um, uh, it, it, it provided something for us in, in the hobby that we never had before, which is all these levels of ways to collect and interesting, cool ways to collect uh, outside of the norms of just base sets, things like that. Just like, you know, you know, I'm only collecting, I mean, there's some guys out there, I only collect lavas. That's all my, all the lavas right. from this, from, from evolution, you know? I mean, there's just so many different ways and Panini offers that for you. And it's like that. And, and when you look at it from that mindset, uh, you're never out of the game. You're never out of collecting. Sure, maybe as a set collector, it's not um, uh, you know as easy as it once was. But I mean, hell, I mean, look at some of these guys. I mean, Paul Anon from Wrestling uh, uh, Car Price Guide, guys, you can check out the website, please. It's um, a very informative site. Um, you know, he thought he was out of the game being a set collector. 
And yet he's found a way. Um, life um, finds a way. <laughs> uh, he's found a way to, uh, you know, go out there and get some really impressive sets. I mean, Chronicles, yeah. he got, he got a four, he got 400 cards. The first 400. Yeah. Really I, and, and here I thought he wasn't going to touch it. And no. he already made it that far. Yeah. I mean, he, I think he did spec. No, did he do spectrum? I mean, uh, he did immaculate. <laughs> I mean, he, he's gone out of his way. Now it's not the normal way he's used to doing it. And it's probably been very frustrating for him. I'm sure. But at the end of the day, he's got it. And I'm sure he's sitting right. back going, I'm proud of it, man. And I'm proud of him for doing it. And it's just, um, you just got to kind of change the way you're going to collect. And, um, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I, yeah. Are the days of you calling up your distributor and saying, Hey, I want the complete master run. Uh, that's, that's done. You know, you're kind of done with that for the most part. I mean, NXT 2.0, probably pretty easy to put together. Um, revolution might be a little bit more difficult. Cause Prism's I, you know, pretty easy to put together. Big set, easy, but to yeah. easy to put yeah, together. Yeah. I mean, but, um, uh, for the most part, it's uh, not as, as as easy as it was before. You just can't call your guy up against like that and say, you know, you can't call your dealer up and say, man, give me my fix. I need, I need my whole set. And it's like, no, sir, I got to sell to you in grams now. I can't sell to you. <laughs> um, so it's just, um, it's just, it's, it's fun. Um, I think us collectors who have always collected are, are going to find ways to, to, to keep going forward with it. Um, I know some days it can be frustrating, but uh, by and large, I think it's been fun. I think it's been awesome and refreshing to see people that have come in and there's such a variety of Panini products that they offer for, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura or Dewdrop or oh, Grayson yeah. Waller or wh whoever it is. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, well, this is my collector now and I'm going after this. But then they start going back to the top stuff. And the fact that they get, like, I'll see people get so excited over like a rookie card parallel that maybe a $5 card. Yeah, to me that's refreshing because we're so used to being inundated with prism golds, all stars, all these mm -hmm. high end, really rare autographs. And some people, I think that kind of turns them off because they're either like, I can't find them or I can't afford them. So, which whatever, that's your own prerogative. But when I see them get that that same level of excitement that these high end diehard collectors get with like a base rookie card or a base auto card or something like sky's the limit for our hobby but that's a that's a side effect of what panini's brought to the table i think as well is that it's pushed people to go back to tops and back to older stuff i mean depending on what kind of uh wrestler you're collecting hell it might even push you back to fleer era right might even push you back to comic images era for all we know it could i mean it's pushing people back to something they didn't collect before and going and finding that in that dollar box, you know, and find that Stone Cold Steve Austin from 98 Superstars, finding that, you know, uh, William Regal card from WrestleMania from Fleer in 20, you know, 2001. Um, it's pushing people back to go back and say, hey, I've got that gold parallel from WrestleMania Fleer sets like that, you know, and that it's, I, I found it. It's cool because something that, that they were collecting in Panini. Right. Panini's pushed people into like, going backwards a little bit and 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 i think that's what's caused top stuff to, to go up in value because people are going back hey you know these 2014 chromes because when they came out they weren't anything overly special i mean it was just another chrome release by tops um and then uh, over time now it's become like the release to get you know from the modern era and then even that's like well i'm going back to 2006 chrome now at heritage chrome 
um, getting some of those stuff out, out of there. So it's got a nice ripple effect into the hobby of going back, going backwards and, and picking stuff up too, which is just, it brings, you know, you know, all ships rise, man. Right. So I, I think overall Panini has done positives, but there's probably, do you have any negatives? Like I, we, in my opinion, I'll just go first. You can pick and choose. Yeah, and, and, and let's and let's not let's not go heavily deep into this because uh, this is not supposed to be something that's going to be bashing uh, um, anything or anyone uh, when it comes to talking about negatives in this. Because this this product alone, for everything that we talked about, is good. Has also brought something that's bad. Right, but I'm I'm just talking from a product standpoint. Like their quality control, you can kind of question um, their, you know, redemptions. Like, and I know a lot of people aren't fans of those. You can nitpick all that stuff you want, but in my opinion, you're going to have that with about any trading. I mean, look what we did with tops. We had plenty of problems with tops. So you can. Yeah. And the redemption aspect of it, by the way, I, I don't buy anybody's opinion of being like, you know, you're never going to get those. Redemption. Yeah. You're, you're, I'm sorry. People to say are this. getting I'm them. Very, I'm going to be very blunt. You're full of shit. We're going to be, we are getting them and we are already seeing that already now. And um, it, wrestling's a different beast. What what your experiences were, if, if you're a collector who collects other things in other sports and you're used to baseball, basketball, football, and those redemptions taking years to get, get, get to you or never getting fulfilled, that's just not the normal case for wrestling. Wrestling is a different beast about everything. Everything about wrestling is different. Everything from what it is to its collectability to everything. It's different. So, uh, you know, there's many opportunities for the company to get a lot of that talent in the same room at the same time or in an event or whatever it may be and get them to sign things. And we're already seeing that from, uh, you know, the, the current release of things getting fulfilled already uh, very, very quickly. And with WrestleMania, you know, coming around the corner, I don't know when this episode is going to drop it. It's probably going to be around the same time. Um, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of names there that just like, Boom, 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 knock them all out. And you're going to probably see those things getting uh, fulfilled within right. uh, within weeks of that too. So um, wrestling is just different. You can't, not everything can be a parallel to something else in other sports like that because wrestling is different. So we have ideas, we have potentials, we have you know, when we talk about, you know, when, when, when Adam and Ryan put out their, their, uh, their, their upcoming episode, like, you know, Hey, we have our first taste of what such and such might look like based on the current football release or the current, mm -hmm. whatever release, these are speculations. And it, typically it's, it, it works around the same way, but again, wrestling is different. It doesn't fall in the same realm as everything else, especially when we're talking about redemption. So, uh, um, I don't like redemptions more than anybody else. Uh, I mean, I don't know why guys are paying top dollars for old FLIR product that has like autographs because it was all done by redemption people. Yeah. Uh, they're for, the be most, for the most part. Yeah. Um, but um, I mean, that is a negative. Um, I, my biggest negative is the, um, you know, uh, the, the division that's caused because people just don't like Panini, whatever it was. Prism set, set the stage in a very sure. weird way for us. It really yeah. did. It's, I mean, we saw the, and some people, you know, hyped it up to, to like this monumental thing and uh and it and it dropped nosedive. And Paul and I've done our monthly recaps every month and we've kept that product on our monthly recap uh just to kind of see where it's gone. And it came way, way, way I mean it people who bought big time on that, they lost a lot of money. And while I don't like to see people lose money, I'm also not in control of people's wallets. They bought because they felt something on what they wanted to buy, whether it be because of hype. At the end of the day, 
No one put a gun to someone's head and said, you're buying this for a thousand dollars or else. Uh, it's right. just, it's, that's what they chose to do. Like, you know what? I'm buying into this hype. I should get it. I should get it. I should get it. You know what? Uh, my house isn't in a very good neighborhood. Maybe I shouldn't have bought that house. <laughs> you know, no one's telling me what I should and should not do with my money. Well, it's also uh, and, not Panini's fault that the community reacted like this. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I mean, um, there, there are people who did hype it up and are you going to listen to everybody all the time? But I, I'm not going to get into that kind of stuff. I just, um, well, I'm, I'll, the, I'll be completely the, transparent here. I hyped it up and I'm still hyping it up because yeah. I believe that anything golds, one of ones, the, you know, gold shimmers out of three, like what well, all the, yeah. all the stuff that's like super low end parallels. If you look on, you know, I, there's a rock PSA 10. I think it's a shimmer gold out of three or something, something like that. It's on golden right now. And yeah. it's th those prices continue to go up. It's that I think a lot of people that got into prism thought that everything was going to be like that, which isn't sure. the case. And it's never the case. And that's what you, just, what you saw. Yeah. You saw people trying to take advantage of that, trying to, you know, sell a base card for 25, 30, 50, 40 bucks, you know, whatever it was. And, uh, you know, they're basically 50 cent cards. Mm -hmm. Um, cause they printed the, the hell out of that product. Right. I mean, I mean, for all I know, somebody else out there is doing what I do for Impel and still printing that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's what I think. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, as a product, it still brought um, what we wanted, which was the eyeballs on on, on our on our uh, on our hobby. And um, here we are a year later, and I think we are uh, a bigger hobby than we were a year ago, and that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I like that we can actually have a casual conversation with anybody about cards and we're not afraid to talk about wrestling cards. And right. I think that's where we're at now, which is a really good thing. That's all I could ask for. I mean, sure. We want to see the prices and popularity, but that may never get there and that's okay. But the fact that we're like peers with anybody else, whether it's sure. basketball, baseball, football, Pokemon, um, F1, like everybody, in my opinion, from a, Hey, there's cards for these things perspective. We're all kind of on the level playing field now. And, yeah. I think everybody kind of gets it now. Yeah, I agree. All right. Anything else you want to touch on with Panini before we get out of here today? I I just think, uh, you know, we yeah. don't, sky's the limit. We don't have a lot, a lot of years left with them. We have a handful and I think yeah. they're going to do the best that they possibly can. A lot of people want to poke holes in them and that's fine. You you can poke holes in any company. You can sure. poke holes in any community's reaction to anything that comes out. It just is what it is. But I think ultimately at the end of the day, I think they put out great products for collectors and people are having fun doing it. And what else matters? That's right. The fun, fun is always the thing that I'm, I'm trying to push more and more is I, I want to be very clear about uh, it's a hobby. Uh, we're supposed to have fun. Um, if you're in it for investment purposes and I can't really have a whole lot to say for you about that, you know, good luck. Um, and, um, but at the end of the day, it's about fun. And that's what the hobby is supposed to be about collecting, um, you know, uh, people, people are always going to complain about affordability and that's, that, that's never been, um, sure. um, uh, um, something that's gone away. So it's, it's always going to be there. Even back in the top stage, it's always like, right. I mean, people bitch and complain about a $80 box of wrestling, but it's wrestling. It should be cheap. It should be for free. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, it's, it's no, it's not how it works guys. But, right. um, um, I, I like, I like where we're at, you know, as a, as a hobby, uh, from, from the card board standpoint of it um uh it's unfortunate the community has gotten to where it is at some point in times so like that but i think for the most part we kind of all know where our lanes are at and how we're you know going forward and um i'm going to continue to have fun i like what i'm doing i like the the fun that i'm having um i'm going to focus 
2023 for me can be really just kind of, I'm going to focus really heavy on my Loomis collection and I'm going to be focusing really heavy on making WTC the best that it can possibly be to help collectors going forward. There's a lot of stuff going on that's happening in the hobby and uh, we want to try to continue to keep being um, a resource for people to, you know, help them out with their collections. And that's kind of what I want to focus on. You know, obviously I have the store that I'm running here in Phoenix, Arizona. There's a lot going on with that too. A lot going on. Um, and some things are going to be coming up for that as well. So um, it's just, uh, it's, it's going to be a good year, I think. It's going to be a good year. I'm going to do, I'm going to do the best that I can to make sure that I, I have a good year. Yeah, ultimately, it's it's up to us to have our own fun. You know what I'm saying? Like you can get yep. frustrated with products. You can get frustrated with affordability. You can get frustrated with community. But ultimately, if if you're not able to have fun out of this within your own self, like who cares? Like what are you yep. what are you doing? Yep. Um, you you pretty much hit on everything else. Is there anything else as far as like what you've got coming up? Let everybody know where they can find you. All that kind of stuff as we get out of here. Well, you know, I got the wrestling guy store here in Phoenix, like that. So you can go to uh, wgsphx.com if you are interested in that. Um, not a whole lot on the website right now. I know we got. Well, by the time this comes out, he already had been here, but we got Brian Clark, Adam Bond will be here this Saturday. Um, and then uh, card number two in the series will be part of that as well. Nice. Um, and then um, there's some cool stuff coming out. I know that uh, uh, Bo J from mm -hmm. uh, Pro Wrestling Junkies announced uh, a new card coming out that I'm happy to have helped take part in. Awesome. And um, we're kind of working on the final details of all that stuff. It'll be out in uh, early you know, uh, late summer, um, it'll be coming out, but, um, you know, check him out for his stuff. And then everything's on wrestling trading cards.com. Uh, all of our social media handles are on the bottom of every single page. Um, that's how you can get a hold of us, man. And, uh, how about you? Wrestling with cards on YouTube. As you said earlier, it may seem minuscule in the grand scheme of things to a lot of people, but hitting that thousand sub mark for me, when I look back at all the, you know, times of being frustrated or being super positive or negative or whatever, like creating content has just been so much fun. Again, they go, what we're doing right here, like we would not be doing this, taking the time out of our own day if we didn't think this was fun and yep. a resource for people. And that's kind of how I've started viewing the YouTube channel. So if you want some entertaining, insightful, or if you want to just come bash me, I'm okay with that. Wrestling with cards on YouTube, wrestling with cards, the podcast, you can find all my social links and everything Tony talked about in the show notes below of this video or this podcast, however you're listening or viewing, whatever you're doing for WTC YouTube channel, this podcast, my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe, give us a like, give us a review and share, you know, that's what Panini did. Panini put a spotlight on, Hey, here is wrestling products. Here's what you can collect. And that's kind of what we're trying to do with our content. So if you know somebody that's collecting anything or a wrestling fan that's not collecting yet, share the show with them, share some wrestling cards with them, just get them involved. And ultimately, you know, we'll just keep putting out content, hopefully, and keep having fun with everything we've got. So one last thing before we get out of here. Some people yeah. may not say that Panini rules because they've got a bias against them. But I think Tony has an opinion about wrestling cards in general. Mm, if I had an Tony, I think there's an account that actually stole this title from you and created really? an Instagram and Twitter account out of it. Oh man, those bastards. Well, I don't care because at the end of the day, wrestling cards rule. Ding ding ding. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs>